happy superstars. Hey, this is Wesley, billion dollar virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. I'm on a bit early here tonight. I know some of you go to bed late or early, so I decided to log on about 11.14 just to catch some of the crowd that's still awake and some of the crowd that goes that is already sleeping here. And if you're brand new to the podcast, if you're brand new to the rant, I'm Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here, and I am your virtual millionaire mentor, okay? All the way from Houston, Texas here, and I go live each and every night to make a contribution to give you the opportunity to ask me questions here. And you might say, well, Wesley, why would you do that? You're you're rich. You could be doing other things. Why are you helping us? Well, at the age of 29, I was in a very low place financially. And I'll never forget sitting in my office. It was a small little office, small little room. And I made a declaration that if I would ever make money, because I never had a mentor. I didn't, I didn't get the opportunity to have a millionaire mentor. I didn't get the opportunity for someone to help me out during my personal journey to be who I am to here today. And I made a promise to myself and I made a promise to God that if I would make a millionaire, become a millionaire or become very successful, then I would be a mentor to hundreds of millions of people around the world, okay? That I would go live, I would share my knowledge, and I would be very, very brutally honest about it. I won't, you know, sugarcoat it. I won't mislead you. I would just give you the real on what it takes to be successfully or financially successful, you know, to become the type of person that so many people would like to become, but so many people, unfortunately, would never become successful. They won't ever become financially independent here. So that's the reason why I do it. And and honestly, in every one of you, there's a Wesley Virgin. Like I've been broke. I've had bad credit. I've had repos. I've been in jail a few times. I've had low self-esteem. I've had no confidence. I was I had insecurities as well. So like where you are, I've experienced that, I'm sure, uh, where you are in your life right now. But I want you to know something before I start to take questions here. You know, whatever you do, don't give up. Even if you have to listen to me or go to the podcast and type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast and just listen to me speak to give you some encouraging words, do it. But don't ever give up. There's so many people, unfortunately, sadly, that just give up on their dreams. So many people just can't take it. So many people that say this is just too much. And I want you to understand that you are resilient. I mean, you are. You're powerful. I mean, you can take it. You know, there is a scripture in the Bible that says that God would not allow more on you than you can handle. So if it's happening to you, all that means is you can handle it. And I know sometimes you feel that you can't handle it. You say, man, it's just too much. And I understand but um, just speaking from the top of my heart, 
You can handle it. You can, okay? And you have to come to the realization that you have to do it. You know, some of you have children coming below if you have a couple of kiddos. Some of you have parents that you would like to take care of properly, you know, right? So if you don't do it for yourself, do it for them. There are people that are counting on you. There are people that are watching you. Keep going. Of course, there are people that are watching you and they want you to fail. You have people that are watching you and they want you to give up. Don't. Okay? Just don't. All right, so let me go ahead and take some questions here. If you would like me to give you a shout out here, I'll give you a shout out below. You'll put your names here below. But like I said before, I'm just a young black millionaire, man. Nothing great about me. I'm worth about $40 million. I'm in the digital marketing space. I'm in the real estate space as well, the forex space. I run about 15 different companies online. Other than that, I'm a father. And I'm a phenomenal human being because... I love people, you know, I love helping people. I love advising them. I love helping them to see the world differently. Okay, it's a gift. And I'm utilizing, I'm utilizing it here on Instagram. Hey, Katrina, how are you? Princess Diana, how are you? Rosemary, how are you? Chevy, what's going on? Wesley, you made me smile. Thank you so much, Violetta, love you. Um, Guap, she has a son, that's awesome. Who else we have here? Jordy, how are you? Okay, Dequavish, Norwood. All right, we got our first question here. How to become a better leader, okay? We have Princess Diana. Well, first of all, before you can become a leader of people, you must become a leader of yourself, okay? Which means this, no one's going to follow a person that's not emulating an example on who they want to be. Like, you can't be overweight and fat trying to run a boot camp. Make sense? You can't teach wealth seminars if you're broke and have no money, okay? So... And I get it. You know, everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody wants to run a company. and Everybody wants to control and lead people. And people want people to listen to them. Listen, the fastest way to become a great leader is to lead yourself. Understanding that whatever you want your peers or your people to do, you need to do it first. Right? You know, people are like children. I have three children. I can tell my children what they should do all day long. But they pay attention to what I do, not what I say. Make sense? So that's what you do. You emulate the behavior that you would like your people or your employees or the people that you want to follow you. You emulate the behavior that you would like them to mimic. Okay, that's how you become a great leader. Okay, and that's the beginning of it. Next question here for me. Great questions, Diana. Thanks so much. Hey, Mr. B, how are you? Mike from Virginia. Constance, how are you? Luke, Shaquana, Natalia, Robert, how are you? How are you? Dennis here. Guap. I like motivation some days. How do you 
get that motivation every day. Well, Guap, you said that you have a son, correct? That's what I want you to do. How old is your son, Guap? Okay. What I want you to do is I want you to take a picture of your son. And I want you to print that picture out. Okay. Just follow me. And I want to put, I want you to put his handsome picture on your door. I want you to put it on your refrigerator. The thing is, I want you to see your son's picture every every day you get up. And I want you to put on the top of that sheet of paper that has his picture on it and put my why. Okay. Because listen, you know, sometimes when we're living in very devastating parts of our life, we need something to compel us to move forward. So what I want you to do is I want you to use your son as the emotional fuel to stay motivated. Does that make sense? And everybody can do this. If you have a daughter, if you have children, if you feel that you're losing motivation, take a picture of them, print it out and put it on the top, right on the top, write my why. Because every day you see that picture when you leave your home. You know exactly why you're doing what you got to do. You know why you can't give up. You know why you can't quit. And you know why you must persevere. Is that clear? I want you to do that tonight, okay? If all possible, do that tonight for me. Okay? How do I start investing? What do you like to invest in? How did you start from the bottom? So Misty, she wants to know, how did I start her from the bottom now here? Start her from the bottom now here, baby. Okay, listen, so let's talk about it here. You know, I've, you know, I'm very, I've told the story so many times. I grew up in the south side of Houston, Texas. I don't know how many of you are from Houston, Texas. I don't know if you've ever been in Houston, Texas. Great place to live. About 7 million people are here. A lot of people are migrating to Houston and Houston is a huge melting pot. But I grew up on the south side, man, you know, not the hood hood, but the hood, kind of ghetto a bit. And my parents, they are pastors of a church. My parents never made more than $20,000 a year. As a matter of fact, my mom made $9 an hour for 30 years as a unit clerk in a hospital. So we never had money. So we were, we were pretty much at the bottom there, you know, financially here. I remember the times that we had to eat breakfast for dinner lunch and for breakfast right because breakfast is a very inexpensive meal and it's quick and this is the reason why i like breakfast at night now like when i'm dating a woman right now i'm single but uh when i'm dating a woman you know i expect her to make me breakfast (laughs) because that's what i like right so um you know i never had the nice things in school and I never had nice clothes, never had nice shoes, and, you know, I definitely wasn't a popular kid, but I think about, what, 18, 19 years old, I was working for a car dealership. Many of you know this story. The name of the dealership was called Timber Chevrolet. Now it's called Monument Chevrolet here in Pasadena, I believe, and I was fired, okay? How many of you have been fired before? How many of you have been fired several times? Listen, I've been fired. Oh, God. I've been fired so much. Listen, if you've been terminated or fired several times, these are the signs that maybe 
it is time for you to be an entrepreneur because you can't listen to people. You can't obey people's rules. And that was my problem. I didn't want to obey people's rules. I didn't want to listen to people. As a matter of fact, I went to the army, got kicked out of there because I just didn't want to listen to people. You know, I didn't want anyone to tell me what I should do. I had an issue with that. I had a problem with authority, right? I was a very rebellious man. So I was fired. And I was fired from a position that I really liked. I really loved it. You know, I knew the owner of the dealership. I knew the CEO. He kind of brought me into his life. I saw his big boat. I saw his beautiful home and thought him as a friend. You know what I mean? But one day, I mean, without a slap on the wrist, he fired me, terminated me. And that day, I made a decision. And I think everybody's going to have this day. I don't know if you had that day yet. How many of you had that day when you just, you had to make a decision? You know, it's it's one of the decisions that it's when you say never again. And that was the day. I think I was 21, 22 years old. And I was like, never again. Like, I was making good money. I had just bought a brand new car. And it's like everything was stripped away from me. And I said, never again. Never again would I put myself in this type of position. And from the age of 21, 22, I was on the journey to make money, to get rich, to be financially independent because I realized that I could not put my independency in other people's hands. Because honestly, it doesn't matter how much you make at your job. You can make six figures. I know some of you guys make six figures, some of you don't. But you can have this beautiful house, you can have a beautiful car, beautiful family, beautiful everything. And then they terminate you or they lay you off and it's gone. Like everything can just be gone. And one day you go to work and they just lay you off, right? How many of you been there? And you could just start losing things because most of you are definitely spending more than you make. Then you just lose everything, okay? So um, I began to join network marketing organizations. I sold vacuum cleaners. I saw those cut code knives. Anybody remember those cut code knives? And yeah, I did that. Uh, I was in so many different MLM companies. You know, I was just looking for an opportunity to take care of my family. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was tough. You know, I think, I know a lot of you think that Making a million dollars was tough, but that wasn't the tough part. Even building a skill, that wasn't the tough part. The most difficult part as it relates to making a million dollars was like believing that I can actually do it. It was just a belief that a young, skinny, black kid from the hood can make millions of dollars. No one in my family has ever made a million dollars that I know of. No one. And I have a large family. And it was like, who am I to believe that I can make a million dollars? What's so special about me? I did poorly in school. I was always in the principal office. I was always in detention and suspension in grade school. I didn't go to, I went to college, I dropped out. So it was like the odds were against me. How many of you can relate? 
right? As a matter of fact, I have a brother, and I'm the oldest one, but I was the black sheep in the family. Like, I was the one that was making all the mistakes. My brother, he was the, the angel, right? He did everything well. He did everything right. Me? I was the black sheep. Any, any other black sheeps on here right now? I have the black sheep always getting into trouble. It's like I can never do anything right. I made a lot of mistakes, a ton of mistakes, folks. However, and I know this is going to sound very simplistic, but I just didn't give up. Like I just, I kept trying things. You know, I kept learning. I kept just taking risks. And I did that in my 20s. And, you know, I think the reason why I made a million dollars so quickly compared to the average person, um, like I made my million at 35 years old and the average millionaire is 57 years old. It's because in my 20s, and this is for everybody in your 20s, this is my advice to you, try it all. Like in your 20s, it's the time to take risks and to fail. Seriously, you don't want to take risks and fail in your 30s and 40s. Like, you don't have to wait that late. Just do it in your 20s. Why? Most of you don't have a lot of kids. Most of you are not in relationships. Most of you are not married. You don't have a ton of responsibilities. You haven't been burnt a lot. In so it's just the best time to honestly try different things. Just go for it. I was talking to this young lady the other day, and I was like, just take a leap of faith, girl. Just go. Stop being so afraid of what may not happen. Some of you are just expert overthinkers. You overthink so much that you overthink yourself out of a deal that could change your life. So that's how I went from the bottom to the top. You know, it took me about nine, ten years and made my million and I never looked back since. Next question for me. Okay. Great question, by the way. And thank you for hitting the like button, the love button. That's how I know that you guys are listening, by the way, if you hit the love button so I can see the hearts fly up. I like looking at those hearts here. Hey, Nikki, how are you? Okay. What's next here? And don't give a hope for all my people in your 30s and 40s, you know. I know some of y'all in your 30s and 40s and 50s. You know, what I would say to you is go for it right now. Don't don't wait. Make it happen. Can you become a millionaire quick in real estate? You know, I wouldn't I would I would remove the word quick. You know, don't think about quick and fast. That's what poor people and average people they always want something fast. Right? Um, you can't make a million dollars in real estate. I'm like, I'm a million, I'm a real estate millionaire. I have more than a million dollars worth of real estate. So absolutely. It just takes time. Take your time. You know, buy yourself a house first. Get your first property. Airbnb it or put somebody in there. Then the next year, buy another property. Take your time. Okay? Don't be so interested in this quick thing. You know, I get it. You know, most people want things so quick because they're just sick and tired of dealing with their current situation. And that's a lot of you. I get it. You know? You're tired of struggling. You're tired of suffering. But suffering and struggle is more mental than it is physical. A lot of you, when you think about your life and think about your mistakes and think about where you are, it's more, it's more mental. 
I would say change your perception. You know, you don't have to berate yourself and beat yourself up with all the mistakes you've made in life. Honestly, you don't need to do that. The world is going to beat you up. Don't worry. But you don't beat yourself up. Me, I don't beat myself up. Even if I did something wrong, like me, I'm I'm all I'm all about taking accountability. I apologize. I'm sorry. You know, uh, I want that won't happen again. But I'm not gonna sit and beat myself. Oh, why did I do that? I can't believe I did this. Why? Why? No, no. I don't care. Listen, I can cheat on a woman. I'm not gonna beat myself up. I apologize to the woman. Say I'm sorry for cheating on you. We're either gonna move forward or you're gonna move on. That's just how I am. But I'm not gonna beat myself up because it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve the other person. Just like in business as well. I'm not going to beat myself up if I made a bad business decision. So what? Right? <laughs> and you folks need to learn how to do that as well. What's next? Wes, did you go to college? Yeah, I went to college, but I dropped out. Because it was just a waste of my time on this one. Now, college is for some people. And for everybody that's in college or thinking about going to college for all my younger people that are listening here tonight, I would say this, ensure that the major that you choose is something that you want to do. Don't feel pressured into a major or don't select a major because you believe the compensation is going to be more than another major, okay? You're going to end up quitting, dropping classes and dropping out and changing your major, okay? Ensure you're going to college because the skill that you want to build is something that you actually want to do. You know, I was talking to my children early on, like DeAsia, she's my oldest daughter, my firstborn. I was talking to her even when she was in eighth grade, ninth grade. So, so what do you want to do? 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 And I would put pressure on her to figure it out because I didn't want her to, you know, be a senior or first year in college and trying to figure out what she actually wants to do. First, she wanted to be a teacher, and then she wants to be a doctor. Now she wants to be the nurse, right? So she made a decision that being an RN is just the best fit for her right now. She can always be a practitioner later. Same thing with my son, David. He discovered he don't want to go to college. You know, it's just not for him. But I was talking to them when they were in high school, right? Then they have another daughter, Denaya. You know, she's a sophomore now. She, you know, thinking about what she wants to do, social work of this, but, you know, I'm saying, hey, what do you want to do? You want to start a business? You want to do this? Because I'm going to support them, but I want you to think about it. And I don't force my kids to go to college. Absolutely not. Why? Right? <laughs> no, I want them to do exactly what they want to do. And I want them to realize that they have the support of their father behind them. Okay? What about doubters? How do you deal with them? Oh, get rid of them. Easy. Yeah, guap. Anybody that doubts me... Excuse my language. Fuck them. Honestly. Like, if you doubt me and what I can do, as you can see here, I said, ask your favorite billionaire or anything. And I know some of you are like, a billionaire? You're not a billionaire. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, fuck them. You know what I mean? Honestly, doubters, people that criticize me and my goals, people that tell me that you can't do that. You're lying to people. You're not a billionaire. Okay. Well, get the fuck off my life. Who cares? So for all the doubters in your life, fuck them. Let them go. Who cares? Delete their numbers. Never to see them again. Block them on Instagram. Who cares? You'll never see them. Never talk to them in a day in your life here. Because you don't leave any type of negative energy when you're trying to build something that most people would never build. Like I said before, like the average millionaire is 57 years old. 
It's less than 2% of people on the planet that are millionaires. Less than 1% actually. So do you understand what you're about to do? You don't need any critics. You don't need any negative people. You don't need any Pookie and Ray Rays. You don't need any energy suckers. None of these people. When I was on my journey, I got rid of everybody. And I mean everybody. They had to go. And I realized I was better by myself alone. And I got rich. Okay. Love you too, Princess Diana. Hope that toe is, is getting better there. Hit the toe on the, the edge of the bed. See there. I just graduated high school and I won't go to college. Instead, I'm starting my own business. Smart. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I did. Let me see. Questions here. What's up, Ali? How are you? Boia Norte. What is that? Brazilian Portuguese? <laughs> questions for me, folks. Type your questions below here. Okay, I'm here to help. Don't be afraid. Okay. How do you become a better seller? Listen to sales videos. Okay, listen to persuasion videos. There's so many videos on the internet, YouTube, that teach you how to sell better. Listen to these people. Listen to their rebuttals. Listen to how they communicate. Pay attention to their tonality when they speak. The cadence. The pauses. Okay? Are you doing CBO or ABO on Facebook ads? CBO. Jordy. Next question here. Hey, Yand. Much love from Chicago. Chicago. How did you increase your work ethic? I like to work 12 hours a day. Sometimes I have brain fog and can't stay focused. Well, I mean, <clears throat> you know, sometimes I personally would get so enthralled in what I was doing. I mean, I didn't really care too much about time, honestly. So, you know, whenever you get brain fog, I mean, I would say meditate. If you can't. Stay focused, then stop. Like, if you're not focused, just stop working. Do something else. Then come back to the work. Wes, any thoughts about the Tates? Like Andrew Tate? No, I don't have any thoughts about him, man. I mean, listen, my thoughts about Andrew Tate, I never met the guy in my life, right? He's a smart guy, but I would say he's not an intelligent guy. Right? A smart guy can talk very well. Smart guy knows how to compel people emotionally to get a response from people, the world, how to speak very controversially about different topics. But an intelligent person doesn't go to jail. Like He went to jail because he didn't shut his mouth. The man came, became a very significant person on the planet, right? Based off what he was doing, but he should have closed his mouth. Like once you get the attention of people, this is the time to shut up. But he kept going, right? And that's ego. 
And that ended them up in jail for no reason for like 30 to 45 days. So that was just, to me, hopefully he's more intelligent now and realize that you don't have to say everything that's on the mind. I mean, if you are, like you said, you're there. You're significant. You're popular. Now it's time to die down. What I would have done, I would just apologize. So you know what, ladies, I apologize to you. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if you meant it or not, but, you know I mean, you should have just did that. That's what I would have done, honestly. But, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Do you drink any proteins before you go to the gym? Yeah. Uh, what do I drink? I just drink Domitize. I think I do. I take a weight gainer, honestly. It just has has protein, carbs, fats all in one scoop. Basically 1,200 calories. So I take in about 5,000 plus calories a day personally. Like I'm going to have to do a protein shake right, right before I finish this. And I'm going to eat some lamb. Any thoughts about Kevin Trudeau? Um, I love it's your wishes, your command, for sure. Your wishes, your command. What are the supplements, vitamins you take on a regular basis for peak health? Yeah, so I have a doctor. I have a wellness doctor in Miami, in Florida. So he sends me a bunch of pills and vitamins. So I take that vitamin C, of course, and BCAAs, glutamine, protein, collagen, Vitamin B, vitamin E. Yeah, I take those every day. And I drink celery and carrot juice fresh every single day. My chef prepares it for me. So I, I drink celery juice and carrot juice every day. It's good for digestion, good for the skin. It has so many nutrients in carrot juice and celery juice as well for the body. So, yeah. What's next? Do you think keto is bad? You know, I don't know. I don't know much about keto. Um, I've never been keto, so I can't really comment too much about that. Is that the all meat diet or something? I'm not sure. Questions for me. Talk to me. Celery yummy. Exactly. Celery is yummy. Yummy for your tummy. What's the next here, folks? Look at that view, though. Like that view? It's nice. What's next here? Talk to me. Come on, we got over 47 million people in here, and we have no questions? Come on, talk to me. Uh, questions here. Hey, Wesley, how are you? I'm Carlos from Argentina. What's going on, Carlos? How are you? Hey, honey, how are you? Will you ever do seven-day fitness again for fun? Nah. Nah. Not at all. When manifesting something, does it happen step by step? Or how do you know it's happening? Yeah, that's a good question here. So I do talk a lot about manifesting. I am a manifesting expert. So this is when you know, okay? You may say, well, how do you know that it's on the way? Let me tell you. This is how you know that whatever you want is on the way. And I mean, guarantee it's coming. It's when you stop thinking about it, okay? Does that make sense? When you stop thinking about it, 
You know, you know when you just believe something and you just stop thinking about it, you just know it's going to happen. Yeah, so when you stop thinking so much about it, that's when it happens. And the reason why you stop thinking about it because your mind believes you already live in this type of experience. So if your mind believes that you're already living this type of experience based off the thing that you're trying to manifest, then you don't think in lack anymore. You don't think that you don't have it. You think that you do. Make sense? So you just stop thinking about it. And then it just happens. So that's how you know. Uh, oh, thank you, Tamara. I'm glad you are drinking your celery and carriages. And, you know, and women, it's good for the skin and it's good for your smell. You'll smell good all over your body, even between your legs. You know, honestly, it just it's refreshing. How do I stop drinking like for good? I've been to AA, but it didn't help. So go out and the question I have for you is why do you drink? And typically people drink because how they feel is not, um, you know, usually how they feel is not how they would like to feel. So they use drinking or drugs to feel better. But imagine this, imagine this, imagine just doing something else instead of drinking. Like so many other things that you can do instead of drinking, right? You could chew gum. You can work out. You may say, I'm not working out, Wes. You can play chess. You can play a game on your iPhone. There's so many other things that you can do because it's not like you really want the alcohol. You just want the excitement or the relaxation that the alcohol brings you. That's why people smoke weed. It's not that they just love weed. They just like how it makes them feel. So all you need to do is do something else that makes you feel exactly how you feel if you were drink. Make sense? That's all you got to do. Just replace it. To behave it with something else that's just as stimulating as the debilitator or the uh, drugs or the alcohol that, you, that you're consuming. It's hard to meditate or visualize. How can I visualize? Easy. You know, close your eyes. Close your eyes, Walker Angela. And I want you to visualize the picture of your mom's face. Or the picture of your dad's face. Can you do that? If you're able to do that, you just visualized. I mean, it's really that easy, right? What's difficult is when we try to visualize things that we've never experienced. So say if you want to manifest cars in your life, or a certain type of car, well, go to the dealership and get a picture of what that car looks like. Like drive the car, test drive it. You want to manifest a home, go to the house. Go to the penthouse. Like no one's stopping you. You don't have to be rich to go attempt to go buy it, to go check it out. Because you need a picture of it. So you can begin to visualize it within your mental space. Do you believe in numbers such as 1111? No, I don't. I don't believe in none of that stuff. Absolutely not. Have you ever had advice? If so, how did you quit? Uh, let me see. I think, yeah, too much sex. No, I'm just kidding, folks. Uh, let me see. <laughs> you know, I never had... No, I don't think so. No, nah, I mean, because... I don't drink alcohol, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. So, 
no. I'm pretty sure maybe I had one, but I don't know. No, not at all. Every question I want to ask, I answer it myself. What is that? You mean, why is that? Because we already have the answers to the questions here. And when people say, how do I get motivated? How do I stop this? I mean, everybody knows. You already know, <laughs> of course. Um, you know, people are very interesting people. Sometimes they want, they want other people to tell them what they shouldn't do or why they shouldn't do it, even though they already know the solution for their problem. Like, everybody knows how not to be broke. Spend less than what you earn, right? Just don't spend more than what you're actually bringing in. It's just that easy. But people act like they're so dumb and like they need somebody else to tell them that. That's unfortunate. Wes, do you think NFTs are dead? You know, I, I don't know. I don't do enough research with NFTs, NFTs, so I don't know. What's the best way to co cope with ADHD? Well, I would say this. Don't label yourself as having ADHD. Um, you know, I mean, if you keep telling yourself that you have ADHD, then obviously you're going to act like you do. I would say, you know what? You no longer today, Reveal, you no longer have ADHD. Like, how would you live your life if you didn't have ADHD? Like, how would your life be? Think about it. And once you think about it, live your life that way. Sometimes I'm sad around friends that drink. Yeah, I would say get around the friends that drink as well. Like, get from around them. Like, separate yourself. You know, when you're trying to kick an addiction, you can't be around the people, obviously, that are dealing with those addictions as well. So I would say separate yourself from those people. And I get it. It's tough because you love your friends. But I don't think you really love your friends. I think most of you just don't want to be alone. I don't think people really love their friends. Oh, I love my friend. No, 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 no. I think people just don't want to be alone, honestly. They just don't want to be alone because to be alone is tough. It's tough. Not for me, but you have given us so many gems. How could we not win? Exactly, Deidre. That makes me cry. I just lost her. Who did you lose? Oh, your mom. Well, you know, we love her. She's still there. She's somewhere, right? Watching you. But the point was you was able to see her. So you was able to visualize her, her beautiful face. Do you believe in people putting spells on you? No. Absolutely not. Lotto Shelley, how are you? Look, everybody's waking up. Now we got more people in here. Where you guys been? Turn on your notifications here. Do you believe people putting spell? No. No. Don't believe in that bullshit. Spells and no. Tony before profits. Hey, what's going on, guys? What? Is enough nest egg to start a business? A nest egg? What? Mystic. Mystic. Can you ask that again? What is enough nest egg? Are you talking about money? 
Honestly, you don't need money to start a business, especially an online business at all. To become a good salesperson, do you pers- do your persuasion and psychology techniques suffice? Or would you recommend a book or something else? Of course. Like, you're talking about my personal persuasion techniques? Of course they work. Yeah. Um, you can read a book as well, but... Yeah, I mean, I actually give this away in one of my programs in the Genius Group. And, um, yeah, they work very well. Um, what is the difference between... Hey, guys, are you enjoying this? Do you guys like this, that I continue to do these rants and give you the opportunity to ask me questions here? Right? You know, Do you like that? Just let me know. I just want to know that I'm serving you properly here because if not, I'll stop doing this. I want to make sure that you're actually getting value here. What is the difference between the law of attraction and the law of assumption? I don't know much about the law of assumption, so I don't know. I mean, I guess assuming that something's going to happen. What's next? Wesley has has becoming more wealthy brought God closer to the forefront of your life. No. You know, I have a different belief and distinction on how I relate to God. And we're not going to get into religious discussion here, folks. So we're not because many of you cannot have that discussion because you're so emotionally attached to your religion. And I don't want to offend you. Okay, so. And honestly, I don't know, you know, when people say, well, you know, I'm getting closer to God, like, how do you even measure that? How close are you? One mile, two meters, two foot, like, you know, I don't know. People are very interesting. Let me see. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I'm getting so much love here. Oh, thank you for that love, folks. You know, I've been spending a lot of alone time, and it always feels good to just get some love. Look, get some love from my Instagram followers. <laughs> no, a lot of people love me in life. I have so many people that love me to life. But thank you so much. I do appreciate the kind words. Um, you know, they go a long way. Thank you so much. Um, okay. Questions here. Okay. This is like the closest that I can get to you right now. Like money is great. So you don't need personal credit to start a business? No. Well, what type of business are you trying to start, Misty? Talk to me. Break it down for me, okay? So I can help you. You measure your closeness with God by the way you live. Is your lifestyle pleasing to God? Uh, my question is, how would you know? How would you know that your lifestyle is pleasing to God? And I don't think that makes any sense to measure your closeness to God by the way you live. But live live a good life, live and do what the Bible says. First of all, all you sin. Almost everybody on here is sinning on a daily basis. So does that mean that you're moving away from God? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's a lot of conjecture, honestly. What would you tell someone who wants to love you, Wesley? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That was, wow. That was a great question. 
Listen, I've been doing these rants for four, five years. I've never had a question like that. What would you tell someone who wants to love you? Damn. I like that. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? I would, what are you talking about romantically or in a relationship or just a stranger? What would I tell someone that wanted to love me? Um, you know, I don't know. I would just, I guess I would say, love me in a relationship. I would say, love me, but be patient with me. I mean, I'm still growing as a man, you know, uh, be patient, you know, because honestly, I'm the type of man, like I know my value and I know that I am a percentage of, uh, I am a very, very small percentage of men, small percentage of men that live on this planet here and you know some women don't really they don't really understand that you know especially when you come very significant and very popular and you know a lot of people want your attention but um i would say be patient because i'm worth it um you know i share with women that if you can find a man that would treat you better and would impact your life more than wesley virgin i would say go but I doubt it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I just doubt it. I don't. I don't think that man exists. He exists right here on this phone. I don't think it's any man that's even close to me. Not even. I mean, honestly. <laughs> so I would say, be patient with me. Love me unconditionally. Um, because I'm worth it. I'm worth it. <laughs> Somebody say I did not see him today. I'm sure you did. <laughs> uh, but that was a great question here yeah that wants to love me but I guess I need to know it. did you mean romantically or I don't know thank you Tamara uh, how do you know okay what book you recommend for teaching me how to sell read the book Influenced by Robert Cialdini How do you build discipline? Well, I don't think you have to build discipline. I think you need to just to become disciplined. And discipline is just basically refusing to do the things that just give you pleasure. Because um, you know, run a business in the beginning, it's not pleasurable, right? So it's just refusing to do the things that you're familiar with. They just give you pleasure. And doing the things that's going to be more productive and beneficial in your life. All right. Okay. Yes, romantically in a relationship. Uh, so you're talking about a woman. Like I said, yeah, if a woman wants to love me, a man like me, which I'm a very different type of man to date, and if you never dated a man like me, be patient with me. But it's worth it. I'm telling you, in the long run, it is absolutely worth it. Because let me tell you something, women, about men. You know, it's just a lot of, I'm not saying that all men are just piss poor and terrible and horrific and lazy. But <laughs> one thing about me, I'm a, I'm an honest man. I'm honest as much as humanly possible. And I'm honest, I'll say I am more honest than most men, especially successful Good-looking men, right? 
and good looking men that can communicate well, men that have the um, respect and admiration of a lot of people here. So very different, right? Obviously. And um, it's worth it. You know, it's worth it. It, it really is 100%. So if you're going to choose to love me in a relationship, stick around, especially if I like you, because I don't like many women. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I may like you, but I, it's not many women that I can say that I love, that I say, oh, I want to be with for the rest of my life. There's not many. I can't count them on one hand, honestly, because I'm very selective when it comes to a woman being very close to me, right? I'm just very selective, extremely. So if you are selected, if you ever get the opportunity to be selected by me, I would say stick in there. It'll be worth it in the long run, more than worth it. Because one thing about me, even though I'm a very smart, intellectual man, I, I do realize I make mistakes. Um, but I can be very accountability. I'm not the type of man that will continue to make mistakes and allow my ego to say, no, no, it's this way and this is how it is. I, I'm not like that, even though I could be, but I'm not. Like, if I'm wrong, if it's not right, I, I will eventually see it. Does that make sense? And I will get better. So so if any person that wants to love me, that's what it is. Okay? Uh, what are the computer skill, skills does a person need in order to be a successful affiliate? You don't, you don't need any computer skills, honestly. You just need to learn how to recommend products to other people. Okay. And I you know I don't I don't think you folks understand what I mean by uh I'm very selective. Like I'm very selective. I have listen, obviously, you know, listen, I'm not saying I'm the best looking man on the planet, but I'm I'm a good looking guy and I work out and I'm rich. So it's like you don't think I have women that are reaching out to me daily sometimes? I mean you you can't even imagine this. I don't think I was talking to this young lady and I said, you know, women don't realize that men, we have to earn our value. Women are born with their value. You know, they're just born to have a butt, boobs, and a pretty face. Done deal. Men will come to you. Men, man, we have to take a shower. We have to have some nice cologne. We got to make a ton of money. We got to work out before we'll get that that maybe that percentage of women that we really desire and want are to have women just running after us, right? It takes time and years for that to happen here. And I don't think women understand. They never will. They don't care. They're like, ah, we don't care. You still should reject them all, Wes. Yeah, I guess. But, um, yeah. But I'm very selective. You know, I just don't let anybody come to my house anymore. I mean, maybe back in the day, you know, maybe... A decade ago, you know, I was a savage. Uh, but now, nah, man, I just, I just don't know. You know, I'm to the point now that I don't even desire casual sex anymore. I just don't even want it. it isn't that crazy? You know, I know it sounds crazy, right? But it's like, I just don't even want casual sex. Like, I just don't want to just have sex with a person just to ejaculate or just to have a, pleasurable body experience because that's all what it is honestly and you know i've been i've been going through this uh conversation with myself for the last couple of months here 
Like I, I want something deep, emotional, passionate, um, loving. And then I realized that I am a one woman man, even though women believe that I'm not, but I am. Actually, I am a one woman type of man. I prefer to have one woman. You know, sometimes you may think you want variety. I've had variety of women at one time. Honestly, it's a lot of work. I mean, honestly, if you ever had like three women, four women, all at one time, it's just a lot of work. And I don't want to do that because it takes time or even my intellect that could be used to build companies, to be a father. It takes it away, man. I just want to be exclusive to one person. But I'm no dummy. I'm not going to be exclusive to anyone. Right. And I'm okay with taking my time right now. I'm not seeking anything. I'm not looking for nothing. I'm existing. I'm becoming a greater father, a greater man, a greater leader to you, a greater mentor, a greater business person, a leader, a CEO in my companies. And I'm loving life right now. So I'm enjoying myself. All right. Someone says, uh, got a lot of questions here. Hold on. Uh, somebody asked about my skin and my facials. Yeah, I'll try to do a facial at least once a month. But yeah, I have a, I use great skin products. You know, they, they're pretty expensive, but yeah. Honestly, all you need to do is just really take care of yourself as far as the food that you put in your body. You know, whatever you're putting inside of your body is going to be a reflection to the outer um, aesthetic of your body here. Wes, what advice would you give a new person on your team that is in her 60 years? I would say, let's go, Lois. Like if you're on my team, you mean you're a setter? I would say, make sure you attend every meeting, take notes, listen to setter calls, people that do very well, and just model what they do. Okay? Let me see here. Does the money make you be more honest and have less fear of what the result your answer or choice will bring and have a fuck it out shit. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, money can, you know, you want, you want to make some money, you will become, it's like an old person. As you get older, you just don't care too much about people anymore. Like when you broke and young, you care about what everybody says. But when you start to get older, especially when you make some money, you don't really care too much, honestly. I mean, it doesn't even matter anymore, honestly. Okay. I'm scrolling down here, folks. I know I missed some questions here. Uh, yeah, for great skin, folks, it's, it's not that difficult. Just take care of yourself. You know me, I use very interesting products. I use, like, I exfoliate my skin. I put oil on my skin. I eat very well. Like I tell you, do the celery juices. I have skin products. I do my three-step routine maybe three times a day. I always keep my face clean, you know, so I don't get pimples and stuff like that. And I always have that glow because I meditate too. Meditate helps. Like your skin on your face replenishes every 30 days. So, um, yeah. You are turned into a Greek god. I am a Greek god, honestly. I mean, have you seen me naked? No, I'm just kidding, folks. <laughs> how can young people make some decent money what are ways other than minimum wage jobs so when you say decent money how much money do you want to make God uh, God packs 
You know, somebody said, you just want someone that can align with you, Wes. Honestly, you know what? The type of woman, you know, the great thing about dating women, are you dating in general? You kind of figure out what you want, what you don't want, what you like, what you don't like, right? And I know some of you are like, oh, I just want to meet my soulmate right now. No, you don't. You want to, sometimes you need to date several people to find out what you want because sometimes the things that you think you want, then you get it. You're like, I don't really want that. Not like that. But honestly, for me, when you say a line, honestly, I want a person, when I say a person that supports me, I want somebody to believe all this stuff that I talk about, like manifesting. I want to be with a person that when I talk about this type of stuff, like when I'm doing these mentorships, their eyes light up. They're like, oh my God, I'm so proud of my man. They're like, God damn, he's helping the world. Like I want that type of woman, right? The woman that's like, man, wow, I'm proud to be this man's woman because he is helping so many people and not just people he's helping me as well i like talking to my man right so i like that's that's supporting me that's when that's what I, when i use the word support me that's just kind of support because i know everybody doesn't believe in manifestation they don't believe in law of attraction they don't believe in the mind i get it you know but i want a woman that believes in that stuff you know what i mean that or I want to learn more about it and allow me to pour into it because I can change a woman's life. I mean, I just, I have that capability, I have that power. And when I say change your life, like imagine being a woman with me and having little to no stress because I make it my business. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you folks. I make it my business and my responsibility to make a woman's life as beautiful as humanly possible from how she feel, how she look and how she interact. Now, listen, I'm not saying I don't make mistakes, okay? I'm saying I don't make mistakes. But it is my intention to make a woman feel beautiful, to feel secure and content, and to feel just absolutely just euphoric for the rest of her life. The woman that I select, right, to be with. But, um, yeah, and I'm very conscious of that, about what I do. That's why I don't typically have issues with women, honestly. Um, as far as getting them or having them. All right. What's next? Your questions here. How do I know if my boyfriend is serious about our relationship? Um, ask him. I mean, <laughs> so, babe, are you serious about our relationship here? You know, I mean, I would say, Princess Diana, I don't know how long you've been dating this man, but women, anytime you're dating a man, anytime you're dating a guy, Set your intentions, okay? Like, don't, and a lot of women do this, men do this as well. You jump into a deal with a person, you like how they look, you like how they speak, you like how they talk, how they treat you, start having sex with this person, but yet, like, you have no intention, right? You don't even know what you want for this person. Um, And then you don't communicate your intention. Listen, if you want to be, and, you know, I'm a, let's talk about myself. I am very, I do a piss poor job of telling a woman that she's my woman. And it's not because I'm a commitment forward or I'm afraid of commitment, but I just never do it. It's like, I don't know. And it's maybe because usually I'm vetting the situation. And sometimes it takes me a while to vet a woman before I choose to make her my girl because I don't cheat. Makes sense? I just don't cheat. And I'm not going to look. And to do that, to make a woman my woman, that means I'm going to pour deeply into her. She's going to be my total focus. 
which means I'm going to resist my nature of wanting to be with other women. So that's huge for me. It's huge for any man that's successful, good looking, can communicate well, and you know, just at the top of the hierarchy of when it comes to men. So I would say women, make sure you know what your intention is and you communicate your intention to the man that you're dealing with. Because if you don't, and if you just go along, you're hanging around with them and having fun, having sex and doing all this stuff, but he have not gave you a clear label, then you're just stupid. I'm going to be honest with you. You're just not a smart woman. Okay? Shouldn't do it at all. Now, if you just want to play around, then you play around. Like, you do have fools on the planet. To me, that's just foolish, in my opinion. Especially women over the age of 30. Like, you shouldn't just be playing around with your sexuality and just having sex with random people. It's just stupid, in my opinion. That's, that's, what, that's what 20-year-olds do. But you're in your 30s and 40s, you should be more serious about what you want. If you don't know yet, spend time by yourself and figure out what you want for your life. Right? Pour into yourself. Pour into your family, whatever. Make sense? So that's my two cents about that. Okay? Well, if you communicated your intention to your boyfriend, okay, then don't sabotage it. But if you find out that he's doing something or infidelity-wise or he's, I don't know, whatever he's doing, um, you deal with it now, but you don't sabotage. You don't think that he's doing something. You know, one thing about trust in a relationship, like, you know, so funny, I've never dealt with women that I believe were cheaters or have any type of infidelity or disloyal. Honestly, I never had that problem. And unfortunately, women, it depends on the type of guy that they date. They sometimes automatically assume, oh, this guy is a womanizer. Oh, this guy, a lot of women like him. And it makes them insecure, and I get it. But I would say this. If you can't handle that type of man, don't be with him. Just don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Because that's just the worst. To be with a person that you feel is doing something outside of what you got going on. I mean, you would go literally insane if you do that. Right, you gotta have trust. You gotta trust what a person says until they prove to be distrustful. Okay. Let me see here. West, I communicated my intentions before the date, and he ghosted me. Was it too soon? I said, "No, that was good. I'm glad he ghosted you. You should be happy too, right? Because that means that that man was not ready." For what you wanted to offer. Does that make sense? Like, why do you want to, you know, I, listen, some women, they get so afraid. Oh, I don't want to tell this man too much, though, because I want to scare him off. Listen, I'm not saying you have to give this man your entire bio, but like, communicate your intentions. Like, hey, are you looking for something? Or are you just dating for fun? Are you looking for a husband? Are you looking for a wife? Especially if you're in your 30s and 40s. Like, it's no time to play around if that's what you're looking for. Like me, I'm not looking to get married. So if you're trying to get married, I'm probably not the man that you want to date. Honestly, and I've had many women say, well, you know, maybe you're not the guy for me because you're not trying to get married. Exactly. I said, deuces, see ya. And it's okay. Uh, it just keeps people from wasting their time. And then it keeps you from dealing with emotional trauma. Right? <laughs> Thank God he ghosted you now. Say if. Say if it was a year and two years in, then he ghosted you because you communicated your t intentions after a year. Then what? Then, you know, you have a you'll be over there crying, eating tacos and bun buns and eating Skittles and cakes. <laughs> OK, so there's nothing wrong with letting a man know what you're looking for.
and what you want. Do you think it's wise for me to wait for him to finish his divorce? What, he's married? Well, take it from me, folks. Take it from me. Don't mess with a married person. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. I've learned my lesson the hard way. It just don't, don't deal with married people. Just don't do it. It's just nothing great comes out of that. Okay? Somebody's married, somebody's in a relationship, just don't deal with this person. And then you have to think anybody that would cheat on their significant other. I'm not saying that everybody's going to cheat because they were married and they cheated and they're going to cheat forever. But you have to really think about that. They did do that, right? So what I would say, just don't do it. Don't put yourself in a position that you're dealing with a person. I, mean, I don't care if they're separated. If they're married, don't even deal with it. It just gets nasty. It just gets, it gets, it gets, it gets, it gets bad. Okay. And I'm, I'm sharing that from experience. Uh, what's next here? Uh, what's next? You're very welcome, young lady. Let me see here. Questions here. Would you accept that? Accept what? Wesley, will you approve of a man dating your daughter for eternity rather than marrying her if he was of the same status of you and had same thoughts about it? Listen, whatever, whoever my daughter chooses, first of all, regardless if I like the guy or not, I'm going to have to accept it. I mean... Um, I have to because my daughter chose that person. Now, I hope that she would choose someone suitable and capable. But if my daughter chose a deadbeat, and obviously I don't want my daughter to be with a deadbeat, but it's say if she chose one. I'm not going to like it, but I love my daughter. And I'm going to have to accept it until she wakes up and realizes that this man is a deadbeat and she needs to let him go. But other than that, I have to support her, right? Because you have to let people grow. You know, it is what it is. You can't just be upset and mad because your daughter didn't make a decision that you thought she should. No, you got to support her. You got to say, hey, baby, I'm still here for you. I don't I don't think you're making the best decision with this person. But, you know, hey, I got your back. If you if you love them, hey, I'll, I'll be there. What, what do you need me to do? That's what I would do, honestly. But I have a smart young lady. My daughter is extremely intelligent, and she's no fool, so I'm not worried about it, honestly. I'm asking if your daughter chose a man who wasn't willing to, who wasn't willing to marry her, how would that make you feel? I wouldn't care. I mean, that's not my business. <laughs> honestly, like, if a man, first of all, my daughter would even deal with a man that doesn't want to marry her because my daughter wants to be married. She wouldn't even deal with that guy. Make sense? Honestly, my daughter would not even consider a man that's not that not that doesn't want to be married at all. All right. And obviously, you've never met my daughter. If you think she would ever make that, you know, you can ask these what if questions, but that's just not the reality. That's just not how she is. My daughter's literally a version of me. Okay, so certain things she don't tolerate, period. Hold up. What's going on? What's her greatest fear? I have no clue. I, I don't. 
You know, I don't have any fears that I'm aware of. Do you have a business development course? You know, I don't, Misty. Not yet. Uh, oh, Lord. Should I keep meditating until my dreams come my reality? Of course, but make sure you work in the process as well. Um. <laughs> What's next here? Any more questions here? Man, you guys have some great questions here tonight. I, I love it. And remember, I'm an open book. I, I'm, I'm literally an open book. Whatever I can do to help you become the person, man, or woman that you want to be, I'm willing to be vulnerable, open. So no question is off limits here tonight, okay? Nicole, how are you? Folks, are you getting value here tonight? Let me know. Where are the questions at? Are you getting value? Are you learning something here? Okay. Oh my God, stay away from married people, even if they are separated. I caught my ex-wife doing something. I paid a hefty price, even though I put the guy in the hospital. Yeah, you, you know what? Listen, you just don't want to mess with married people, you know? I mean, thank God I never had any issues like that, but with a married woman. But guys, be careful. You know, I would say be very careful. Some men are insane. They would kill for their wife, so... It's just best not to do it, you know? And I'm not gonna lie, I've been victim a few times with this whole merit thing. And I never had the intention of being with a merit. It just it just happens, you know. Honestly, sometimes I just wanna just be in my hobo in my place by myself and not go out in public. Because I'm the type of man, if I see what I want, I gotta have it. It's just crazy, right? If, if I see it, and if I want it, I gotta have it. You know, I mean it's terrible. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. But I, I'm going to tell you this. I no longer will deal with married women at all. I don't care how attractive, how beautiful they hit. No, I, I'm not dealing with it. I'm, I'm turning the cheek. I'm turning the cheek. Okay? I don't want that drama in my life. <clears throat> and sometimes, you know, dealing with the married woman is some of the greatest sex ever. That's the problem as well. Yeah, it's just, it's all bad. What's the best way to keep your motivation high when you feel depressed? Um, think about your why, Trace. What's your why, my guy? Okay. What's your why? What was it that broke poverty for you? Do you remember? Um, Broke poverty. So, you know, poverty first starts in the mind. So through educating myself, that's how I broke poverty. I started to educate myself. And how did you gain patience? Education, reading books. Knowledge is the precursor to experience. The more knowledge you have, then you're ready for the experience. So you become patient based off reading, obtaining knowledge. Are you living your best life? Uh, duh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I mean, I'm laying in my bed talking to you. I'm relaxed. I don't have to get up in tomorrow morning. I don't have to get up at any particular time. I just get up when I feel like it. And I'm going on vacation every month. <laughs> All right, what's next, folks? Uh, I'm going to be moving, folks, just to let you guys know. I'm not going to tell you yet, but I will be moving in the next 30 days. I will be moving. Okay. I'm going to move. I still have my place here, but um, I will have a second place somewhere else. Wes, how do you stay humble? Bro, I don't know. You know, I don't know. How do I stay humble? I, I don't know. I just keep it real. I don't I don't know. You know, who knows? You know, I just, I, I'm just myself, honestly. And I love being myself. Like, I am my true self right now, literally. I'm laying here in my PSD boxers talking to you. Like, I'm just my true self. I love it. It's so easy to be me. Yeah, exactly, Misty. Houston is so boring. It's just so, just insipid, man. It's just like, ugh. Are you still in Miami? I am not. Who wants me to come to New York City? How about L.A.? Maybe I should go to L.A. and live there for a while. When shall I expect results from my genius group? That's up to you, my guy. I know where. Don't tell them, Tamara. Don't tell the people where I'm going. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Houston is boring. Is you know it. You know if you've been here all your life, if you're brand new to Houston, maybe you'll like it. But man, Houston is just eh. I don't know. You know everybody's just so conservative here. Or they just so like. I don't know. You know I don't know what the word is. I've been all over the world, so it's just like I don't know. Everybody here is just so bland, <laughs> so basic and just boring. I don't know. It's just everybody wants to live a normal life. It's a ton of entrepreneurs here as well, but I don't know. Everybody just here wants to live an average and normal life, man. Two cars, house, two kids, go to the park, go to the... I, I don't know, you know. I, I don't know. It's just... I don't see any innovation here. I don't feel that. Ooh, oxtails. Brittany, I'm coming to your house. Do every dream about something and it came to reality? Uh, no. I had a dream about you last night. Tell me more about it. How many of you have dreams about me? I'm just curious. Be honest. You know, it's typically women. Now, men, don't, 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 don't be dreaming about me. Stop it. Okay? You need some electricity. <laughs> Come to Seattle. Come to the Bay Area. Bay Area. Do you recall your dreams? No. Not often. I love oxtails, by the way. My daughter does as well. So is it, uh, no, sir. <laughs> well, thank you, Misty. I appreciate that. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'm glad you guys are not having dreams about me. Some of you do, some of you don't. Do you get high? No, I don't do drugs. I think I've already shared that before. Uh, 
I had one so deep there was a goat in the dream. A goat? Oh, my God. I don't see all your videos after you post them. What do you mean? I've dreamt about you before, Wesley. Oh, well, thank you. Was it a great dream? What was it about? Was it good? What I look? What I, how did I look like? What I look like? What, I, what was I? What was I wearing? What kind of shoes? Did I look clean? Did I look sharp? Did I look handsome? Our dreams have been sex dreams. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Which I don't know why, but I love you like a big bro. Brittany, you having sex dreams? About- <laughs> oh my god! How? So you look at me as your big bro, but you're having sex dreams. So you're having sex with your brother? Come on. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> uh, can you talk about Sunday messages? What about it? What would you like to know about it? I want to in real life, though. Do you believe in religion? Do I believe it exists? It exists, but I'm not religious. <laughs> oh. Listen, it's okay to fantasize about your mentors sometimes. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes when I meet people, you know, honestly, it's at times when I meet people in public and they see me for the first time. Uh, it, it, Listen, I know I'm going to be a very famous person on the planet, but some people get starstruck. I'm like, am I that famous? I mean, I'm not even that famous yet. And people are like, oh, my God, is this Westlife Arjan? I'm like, yes, how are you? What's going on? This is you? Is it you? Is it you, Wesley? And I'm like, yes, it's me. Peanut head black boy from Houston, Texas. Yes, it's me, Wesley Virgin. You know, so funny. <laughs> What's next here, folks? Talk to me. And listen, you are my friend. Listen, I listen, I consider every one of you my friend. You know, I don't maybe I don't know some of you personally, but trust me, I will meet all of you one day. When I start my seminars, I will invite you. You'll you're gonna pay the door fee and we will talk. You know, we will hang out. Right? I will hug you, talk to you, show love to you, whatever. So, no one, one day you will meet me, all of you. And I can't wait. I look forward to it. How many friends, how many friends do you have uh, in life? Maybe one friend. Well, I did have a woman best friend, but she decided to let me go. She decided to let me fly away. But she did the right thing. She really did. She did the right thing. And maybe one day we'll meet again. But right now, it's just not the time for us. But she was my best friend. She was a really good friend, honestly. I sabotaged it, of course. Ah, Wesley Virgin. Wesley, Wesley. I tell you, I'm a work in progress, folks. Oh, we, we, we're we happy to have you aboard, Lois. We're happy to have you aboard. You too flirtatious. Yeah, I am. Very. And hyper. It depends. Yeah, you know, you're right. I 
someone says you can't be no woman's friend. You're right. I don't I don't have woman's friend. Now, the woman that was my friend was my the girl I was dating. Right? So she was my like my best friend. She was my really close friend cuz you know, she she was with around me for 3 years, so obviously I shared different things with her. But um yeah, you're right. I don't have women women friends. Like unless I'm dating you, Adam, I don't believe in all this woman friendship. Like I give example. If I'm dating a woman, I do not have women friends. I prefer not to. Like if I'm like if you're my girl, my woman, I don't want to have women friends for what? I mean, I don't even know what the point of having a woman friend if I'm dating another woman. That woman is my friend. I'm not gonna be talking to my friend about nothing. I mean, well, another woman for what? That's just a recipe for disaster. And honestly, I have no desire to have other women friends when I'm dating somebody, first of all. I just don't have the desire. I'm locked in. Okay. My son loves you, too. I told him we were going to have dinner with you one day. It will happen one day. Only if you prepare the oxtails, Brittany. Okay. Are you still into Forex? Yes. A seducer, actually. Yeah, I am a seducer, for sure. But what woman doesn't like to be seduced? You know you love it. Of course. Let me see. Questions here. Oh, Brittany, we have another young lady said that she can cook oxtails as well. You have some competition here. <laughs> Absolutely. Any more questions for me, folks? We had a good time here tonight. Okay. Questions here. Any more questions for me here? I love how you're trying to, well, I am billionaire. Um, I just said your name, young lady. I am billionaire, that's your name. Justin. How to become a high value, how to become high value if you don't have money to become high value? Well, listen, as many attributes, I, I guess you're talking about, that's a man asking how to become a high value man, I guess. Um, money is not the only thing that you need to acquire to become high value as a man. Things outside of money is intelligence, right? You need to be smart, which means you need to educate yourself too. You need to learn how to communicate. You have to learn how to articulate yourself. That means no bad grammar. And definitely when you speak, you don't want to use a lot of uhs and you know what I mean? It's just broken English. Um, three, you want to take care of your body. The physicality. Go to the gym. Like, work out. Like, I'm doing two a days right now. Like, I'm just refining my body. Man, I want my body to be just a Greek god. You know, you want to be the type of man when you walk anywhere, women just stare at you. People just stare at you, right? I like it. <laughs> I do. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I know what you're looking at, right? Um, and you also want to have emotional intelligence here. But, um, yes, money is very important. You have to have... Or you must want to acquire money to be high value. Which means you have to learn how to, you got to get it. Okay? You got to learn, teach yourself. 
Educate yourself and make some money. Can I help you hand out food to less fortunate next Sunday? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going on vacation. I'll be out of the country this weekend, folks. Uh, I won't be in country this weekend, but I will be back. Listen, if you're in Houston, Texas, and if you want to come out there and feed the homeless with me, I love, they're my friends. Man, we have a good time out there. Come, I'm on Preston and, Preston and, Man, I forgot the street name. It's Preston. And it's like downtown under the bridge next to the Minimate Center. It's a bunch of homeless people there. So you can't miss me. I mean, if you want to come out there and meet me about 1 o'clock, I'm always there on Sundays. Not this Sunday. I will be out of the country this Sunday, okay? But I'll be back soon. What's next here? Princess Diana, because you say, why you say I should not date my boyfriend? First of all, he should not be your boyfriend if he is still, uh, if he's not divorced. Because he's not divorced, he's still married. Right? Wait till the man gets divorced first. You can't wait. Right? Okay. Hey, Natty, how are you? Any more questions for me here? You really love talking. Do you ever get bored? No, never. And if I get bored, I'll just talk to you. I just go live. If I'm bored, I go live. Hey, Wes, how do I get my money from my Digital Store 24 account? Yeah, make sure you put your account number in there so you can get paid. Mm-hmm. Will you be starting any seminars soon this year, maybe next year? For sure next year. For sure. Okay. Sure. I'm just a busy man. I'm a busy man. Busy, busy. Busy bee. I'm a busy bee man. Any more questions for me, folks, before I let you go? Okay. Any questions here for me? What do you think about ChatGPT? I love it. Use it every single day here. I've been doing YouTube for four years. Didn't hit my goal of 30K. Yeah, don't stop, man. Got to keep going. YouTube is a beast, man. It is tough. Um, it's tough, man. That's all I can tell you. It's tough. Um, I would say get in the niche. And follow and model somebody that's doing well within that niche. But it's tough. It's a grind on YouTube. Yes, Preston Street and... I can't remember the intersection here, but I won't be there this Sunday, but I'll be there Sunday after next. So, um... Yeah. All right, folks. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Thank you. Happy Tuesday. Okay. 
And remember, don't give up. You know, whatever you do, just don't give up. You know, keep coming back to the rant. Remember, every rant is converted to a podcast. You can always listen on your iPhone. You can type in podcast. Open your app up and type in Wesley Virgin. You'll see that I have a podcast on Apple Podcasts as well. Spotify as well. So um, it's important to continue to program yourself. Listen to those who are successful if you want to be successful because you have to go through this process of conditioning your mind. So, you know, listen to me. Don't listen to Drake and music and social media, TikTok and all that crap. Listen to something that's going to be conducive and beneficial to your future here. Why? Because you got kids, you got family. And why not leave this planet leaving a legacy? You know, don't leave this planet doing nothing, right? Don't leave the planet just existing. I want you to thrive. I want people to tell stories about you and what you have done. People will tell stories about me when I die. Obviously, I can't hear them, but I know they're going to talk about them, right? So do something admirable, something that's worthwhile, something that your children would talk about. Like my children, they're, they're still young, but, you know, they see what I do with people. They see the contribution I make to people's lives and people talk to them about their father and say, oh, man, your father's amazing. He's so great. He's so this. It makes me feel good, right? It makes me feel good. It's a person that other people are telling my children on how great I am, right? It makes me a, makes it easy for me to parent as well, <laughs> right? So why not you, you know? It's, and it makes your children feel proud to have you as their father. They say, man, that's my dad. That's my mom. You know, they're doing so many remarkable things and helping people and transitioning their lives. Man, I, I, I want to be like my dad. I want to be like that. Right. So be something that your children can look up to. Um, yes, Misty, if you want to go and jump on my podcast, go to Google.com, type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast and you will see it. It will pop up in the search results. OK. So much love. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. And let's go.